visit with us and also share the word with us today. Santos. So let me pray for Santos as he about to share the word that the Lord will open our hearts and that he would speak to us this morning. Father, we do come to you. It is you only who can illuminate our hearts. Lord, it is you only who can help us see you in the scriptures. And so we pray this morning in the name of Jesus that you, Lord God, speak to our hearts through your servant, Santos, as he comes to us and share his, your word. Lord, open our hearts to see Jesus, but also give us the strength to do what you have called us to do today. Uh, we pray that you would speak through Santos to us. Use him as an instrument in your hand, Lord God, to teach us and to proclaim that Jesus is with us this morning. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Esta mañana hablaré del pasaje en el libro de Mateo. In English, this is the passage. I, I will read it uh, uh, in Spanish. Mateo 28, 16. Pero los once discípulos se fueron a Galilea, al monte donde Jesús les había ordenado. Cuando le vieron, le adoraron, pero algunos dudaban. Jesús se acercó a, y les habló diciendo, Toda potestad me es dada en el cielo y en la tierra. Por tanto, id y haced discípulos a todas las naciones, bautizándolos en el nombre del Padre y del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo, enseñándoles que guarden todas las cosas que os he mandado. He aquí, yo estoy con vosotros todos los días hasta el fin del mundo. Amen. This is the last passage, the last words. It is recorded in the book of Matthew. I also will say that this is the last words bodily spoke by our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the moment of uh, ascension, our Lord Jesus Christ is going, and all the people that was requested to go to this month were there. And I will make my point saying that, as you see in the scripture, they worship him. I want to highlight that part. They, they came to that Mount, they gathered there, and they worshiped Jesus. Among them, the scripture says, but some doubt. And I want to make that point because I understand last words for somebody that is going is very important saying that our Lord Jesus Christ at the end said, I am with you all the way to the very end of the age. 
In Spanish, the translation says, I am with you every single day, all the way to the end. So, it may be of relief when doubts arise in the life of Christian believers. All of you, including me, came today to worship our Lord Jesus. There may be some doubts. There may be somebody who has doubts today, this morning. And let me remind you that Jesus loves you and he is with you. As you can understand, the picture is that he is departing, but at the same time he's saying, I'll be with you every day, all the way to the end. It is uh, very important for us to, to understand what believe means. If you believe in Jesus Christ, that means you trust him. You have faith in him. When you have some needs, if you believe in Jesus, you go to him asking for help, asking for comfort, remembering, always remembering that he is with you every single day. Norma and I, when we got married, we received a gift, a wonderful gift, big one, with, with a poem in it. The poem that was in that picture was named Footprints in the Sand. And uh, you, you will see the poem here. And you probably are, I don't know if all of you has, are familiar with this poem, but talks about two sets of footprints on the sand. And time comes when there is only one set of footprints. And that happened in my Christian life so many times. When I see behind me only one set of footprints. And I have to always to remind what the Lord says to me. I am always with you. When those sad moments come to my life, and knowing that Jesus Christ is with me, when the dark of the nights come to the light, to my life, and I can't even sleep. I say, Lord, please, I need to rest. Help me to sleep. When my heart feels alone and I feel trouble in my mind, ideas come to my mind, a lot of thinkings without stopping. Knowing that Jesus is with me, I come to him, I say, Please, my sweet Jesus, give me peace. 
always reminding me that He is with me all the time. So, dear brothers and sisters, if there's doubts in your mind, ask Jesus to take them out. Despite our doubts, the words of our Lord Jesus Christ is present today. Those words are alive. Those words are real. I am with you. I am with you. Let me share you some stories about people up on the mountains. Very committed people, servants of the Lord, committed to the church, trusting the Lord every day, responsible to their families, very responsible to the family, responsible also to the church. They, this, this, uh, specifically, I will talk about Emilio. Emilio is a man that uh, every morning, get up three in the morning, arranges in the house whatever needs to be done. He does it in the house, then takes all his animals to feed in the in the farm, then goes to the church. Before everything starts working, he prays and gives thanks to the Lord and asks his, his help and then work in the church. In a very remote area, in a very remote village where there's a lot of poorness and building a church is hard, so he gives his time to build the church. He wants to have a very nice place for the church, for, for our Lord, and he spent a lot of time there. While he's working, he makes some mistakes. And then uh, within the members of the church, there is a lot of gossip, a lot of criticism. And when, when he goes home, his wife says to him, where have you been? I don't see you anymore at home. Church, church, every day is church. What do you do there? Don't you have a house? I need you here. So criticism in the church, criticism at home. One day he said, Lord, it's enough. It's enough for me. And you know, he left the church. He left his house, went to live in an abandoned house. Alone there, he decided to go to the bar. And when the day passed, he started drinking, become drunk, one day, two days, three days. It was a shame for the community that a Christian, a leader in the church, was in the bar all day, drunk 
So members in that church called me. And to make that call, you have to walk two hours. They called me and said, Pastor Santos, we don't know what to do with this man. It's a shame for us. Drunk every day. So I said, okay, brother, I, I, I will come. I pray a lot for Emilio, and I ask God's help to help me to go up there. I took the bus 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It is 12 hours ride in a bus all the way to the mountain. I arrived 4 o'clock in the morning. The temperature is very cold there, freezing cold. I, I looked for some kind of transportation to go to the village. There were no transportation. So I had to decide to walk all the way two hours to get the village. Arriving there around 6.37, because of, the, of, of this bar was near the road entering the town, I just by this and I saw him. With a lot of blankets on him in a, in a corner of that bar. When I went there, he cried, cried, without saying anything, just cried. And I sit by his side, and I stayed silent, didn't say anything. Just put my arm on his shoulder. And after a little while, I told him, brother, Jesus loves you. You realize the way you are. Jesus loves you. He's with you. And he will be you all the way, all the time. And explain him and encourage him by the scripture, telling him that God will forgive him. He needs to come and repent. Then after being with him until noontime, I went to his family and I talked to the family. I said, please forgive. Forgive Emilio. And ask him to come back home. And also went to the church, took, talked to the leaders of the church and said, please forgive Emilio. And ask him to come back to the church. I requested Emilio to ask the Lord for forgiveness. And I left him in that town. After six months later, I was preaching in another village. During the night in the evening service, one man stand up, raised his hand, and says, Please allow me, I want to give a testimony. And I saw Emilio. You know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a nice suit, with a nice face, and a, you know, very decent way of presenting, but touched my heart, said, Emilio, what happened? And he came in front and said, 
Dear brothers and sisters, I want to give you a testimony. I serve the Lord, but I have problems in, in the church and with my family. Then I did a bad thing, went to the bar, get drunk. Nobody came to call me, to invite me, to go back to the Lord. Nobody came. I was rejected by all the members in the church. Even my family didn't want to come and see me. The only person that came to see me, and he said, this is the man that he's sitting here, Pastor Santos came. When he came, and I know that he came so far, and he told me that Jesus lost me, and that Jesus is with me all the time, and I start thinking over and over. And that day, that evening, I get repented, came to the Lord and said, Lord, forgive me. But immediately, I didn't want to go back to my church. I didn't want to go back to, to my house. I went to Huancayo, another city, and then I worked hard there. After working hard, I bring, brought something to my family and for my church. And then came back. Now I'm serving the Lord. When he was speaking, my heart was bumping a lot. Saying, Lord Jesus, you are so good, so loving, so merciful, so gracious, that you not abandon anybody. Let me share you another story. There in the, in, in the jungle, I also partnered with other pastors in the Amazon, in, in Iquitos. And uh, there was a, a pastor over, over there uh, by the Amazon River. This place called El Gallito. And, and this pastor had a wife. And uh, they didn't have children, but the wife was so lovely woman. Everything his husband did, he was, she was nailing woods to make the, to build the church, both working hard. Whenever the husband said, I'm going to visit families, she said, get ready and then I'll go with you. When the, when the sunset was coming down, he took his husband to the, by the river, sit down together, and, and uh, they were joining moments, beautiful moments. He was, she was spending very good time with her husband. Along many years, one day, cancer came to her life. Just within three months, she died. And he said, Lord, I cannot hold this. He cried, he cried, and then went to the bushes. He left the church. 
She just disappeared in the jungle. We searched, we looked for him, we were not able to find him. So the other pastor, together, we pray for him, asking the Lord to be mercy on him, to have mercy on him. After a month, he came back. And you know how a man is, is without eating one month? He was there deep in the jungle in the bushes eating roots, crying, asking for explanation. Look, explain me. How? How is this? When he came, uh, came out, we said, Jesus loves you, brother. Jesus is with you all the time. Let me also share with you a servant of the Lord, a prophet that made a big miracle that you probably know. It's in the, it's in the books of First Kings, chapter 19. His name is Elijah. Do you remember the Mount Carmel? He made this altar out of 12 stones, put the offering on it, pour with the water. Then he prayed and said, Lord, please bring fire to this. And probably there were thousands of people over there. 450 uh, priests for Behal. And fire came and consumed everything. And the Lord bring it back his people. And 450 priests of Baal were dead that day. And the queen, Hezebel, hear that. And I will put these uh, uh, in my words. Queen Hezebel said, Tomorrow, you'll be dying. You'll be dead. In other words, I would say, tomorrow, I'll kill you or I'll die. And uh, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. Sometimes I ask myself, how can I explain a prophet a servant of the Lord, walking along all his life with the Lord, come to this moment to be afraid and run for his life. Dear brothers and sisters, if you have doubts about our Lord, that's our nature. We can't escape from that. I would say the best man of the Lord here, Elijah, walking with the Lord, asking the Lord, please bring fire and consume these. Just a day later, or a moment later, running for his life, getting depressed, getting alone, and saying, Take my life. 
I know Elias said, uh, Emilio said, also, Lord, I'm not worthy. Take my life. I know Eduardo, the pastor in the jungle, when his wife was gone, also said, Lord, take my life. I don't deserve to live anymore. And brothers and sisters, if you are in this moment, through going through that very difficult path, let me remind you that Jesus loves you and that he is with you all the time. The scripture says in in John chapter chapter 14 verse 18 following I will not leave you as an orphan That means that you have a father who loves you more than anything else in this earth he loves you you are not an orphan. You are not an abandoned child. To our Lord Jesus Christ, you are his sweet child. You are not abandoned. You have a father, an everlasting father, an ever, ever powerful father. Even if you think you don't deserve nothing, He is with you. And he will beat you every single day. So please come with a confidence to him. Come with confidence to him. Saying, help me. I don't understand. I have doubts. Please explain to me. There are moments probably in your life that your heart is like squishing and struggling and there's no peace in you. And Jesus came to give you peace. Please, if you are going through that difficult moment, come to Jesus. Come to him. Request according to your needs. And he will give you. First of all, he will give you peace. And then he will share his love with you and grant you in his grace according to your need. Also, I have this scripture on Joshua. Joshua, sometimes alone is come. If you are like opening a new business, perhaps, and maybe you are kind of making a decision to get married. And insecurity comes, you feel alone. Sometimes you feel like you don't, you don't find a, a, a good advice. Our Lord said to Joshua, As I was with Moses, I'll be with you. Our Lord is the same all the years. And, and, and he may say in to you too if you are going 
maybe opening a new business, or maybe getting, mar getting married, or maybe making a big decision that he is with you. As I was with uh, Moses, and as I was with Joshua, he's saying to you, I'll be with you. So please, uh, when uh, we to close this sermon, we see in Hebrew chapter 13, this is the word of the Lord. Never I will leave you, never I will forsake you. And I ask the Lord that these words stay in your heart. Keep this word in your heart because he loves you. Trust him. Have faith in him and come to him with the confidence that, will, that he will be to you all the time. Please, uh, to end this, let me pray. Father, I pray now that you would give us the assurance that you are with us all the time. Please help me, help you people here, help us all. Just to accept right now, Lord, that you are with us and live a life in your company with your grace. Enjoy your grace every day. Amen.